0: Sam, and I'm Rose, and welcome to Revenge of the Final Girl. Alrighty, so we're back again, just for a brief moment, because uh, it's the end of 2020. Oh my god. Oh my god.
1: I Somehow, really, truly thought. Five seconds and also 20 years.
0: Yeah, somehow five seconds. Like I don't understand how we're not in March still right now, <laughs> the longest month of the entire world, entire history. Um. So we thought that you know, just in honor of twenty twenty being over, we would um. We would uh, do a little mini episode where we just kind of try to dissect who was in the twenty twenty writers' room. You know. Uh-huh. Like, there were a lot of things that happened this year, and not
1: all of them were good writing. We're (laughs) going to say that. A lot of them were bad writing. So, some of these are (laughs) people we've, we've, the list of people we're looking at, we've picked out because, uh. Yeah.
0: Okay. So who exactly was in the 2020 writer's room? By our estimation, this year included the work of both Stephen Moffat and Russell T. Davies of Doctor Who, a little bit of Joss Whedon, some Michael Schur who created Parks and Rec, Robert Kirkman of The Walking Dead, the Duffer Brothers from Stranger Things, X-Files' Chris Carter, Armando Iannucci, the creator of Veep, Star Trek's Gene Roddenberry, and maybe a little Benioff and Weiss? Yeah, yeah. Well, okay, so I feel <laughs> like, okay, so I feel like to start, we got to talk about
1: who wrote this goddamn pandemic. Who was right. in charge of that plot line in the writer's Okay, run? well, okay, so the things about the pandemic, it, it was a big... Uh, once-in-a-lifetime or once-in-a-generation yeah, kind of... <laughs> once-in-a-generation S- situation. Yeah, um, absolutely. But also the virus makes no sense and we don't understand it. That's true. Which, um, but it, it's
0: interesting because it's, like, not in a way where you're like, this doesn't make sense. That doesn't track. You're more just, like, t- terrified of it because it's mm-hmm. it, it can do anything it wants. Yeah, yeah, which
1: um, I feel like that could be... Um, Robert Kirkman, right? Who was the the OG writer of Walking, Walking Dead, Dead? Right, right. Yeah. Because I mean, he like the disease he wrote. I I, I find his version of a zombie like virus mm-hmm. uh, quite interesting and actually pretty well done. Yeah, um, idea of like. Everyone being infected, right? Yeah, because uh, yeah, you like can't escape it. Exactly, yeah. and you really can't escape this one way or another. No. and it is uh, confusing as fuck, but in a terrifying way. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, I think he definitely wrote the pandemic. I feel like that tracks to me of, <laughs> of all the people who could have written it. That was it was him. All right, so we got so Robert Robert Kirkwin was on the pandemic plot line, um, but let's remember before the pandemic even. Like, was a thought in anybody's mind. Um, we were in the middle of the goddamn primaries in the United States uh-huh. for the election, which was a crazy time. I'd like to remind everyone about the day where there was a debate and Elizabeth Warren straight up murdered Michael Bloomberg
1: on mm, stage during a debate. There were like a guts everywhere. Yeah, yeah. Robert um, Kirkman again? Guts everywhere? Guts everywhere, perhaps. Zombies, humans, and um, humans. <laughs> I just like, kidding. I, I don't think that's actually accurate, but uh, I feel about. like that Come
0: debate on. zombies. Zombies. I was gonna say I was gonna say I feel like that debate was written by um uh was written by um the writer of thief. What's his name? Uh, Armando Iannucci. But actually I think that that, that particular one was written by Michael yeah. Oh, she was I am angry. very angry. Exactly. It mm-hmm. was a very
1: Leslie Nope moment. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And Leslie Nope would be very proud.
0: She would be so proud. Uh-huh. It's true. Um, so that was definitely, the primaries were definitely written by Michael Schur. I think, what else did Michael Schur write? Because I feel like Michael Schur wrote some other, oh, Michael Schur wrote all of the anti maskers.
1: First of all. <laughs> oh my god <laughs> all of those clips they were ridiculous yeah. oh yes that was just like watching a parks and rec episode Absolutely. with everyone at a town hall yeah at a town hall yeah. Yeah. i mean i don't know if we all saw that video but where
0: where it was just pe- people like just not able to understand why they should be wearing a mask uh-huh. ridiculous i loved that i also think that michael sure wrote all of those back in like march there were a bunch of italian mayors Um, who would go on video and yell at their constituents about you have to stay inside, you fucking pieces of shit. And I feel like that's a very
1: Michael Schur. <laughs> Schur See, wasn't there a whole thing about like jogging? <laughs> yes, <you can't> he <laughs> had jog. You yes. have to stop jogging. You've never jogged before in your life, but now you've won two all
0: of a sudden. <laughs> like, as- oh, amazing.
1: Absolutely. Yeah, Michael Schur wrote that. So yeah.
0: Michael Schur wrote anything that was like ridiculous and political. Because mm-hmm. um, that was all felt very Parks and Rec. You know? Um, what else is there? Uh, so, oh, we said also, I think climate change. So, like all of the wildfires and stuff, also probably was Robert Kirkman. Right? Yeah. I mean, that is, yeah, that is also
1: like a sort of end of the world.
0: Yeah. Um,
1: sort of thing. Because I guess, I don't know, that one's a little harder because I feel like. I feel like it can fit into a lot of places because it's a very natural end of the world and it's a very, like, humans are being fucking morons. Mm -hmm. So honestly, it could have also been written by Russell T. Davies. Easily. I could see, easily. you know, Rose and the Doctor coming back and oh, looking God, at the easily. world being yeah. destroyed by global warming. Yeah. Um, but also I could even see Gene Roddenberry writing about it because like, you know, like right. it, like, yeah. sort of in the Star Trek universe, yeah. there's like a whole World War Three situation. Yeah. But also I think that it could very easily have been that we just destroyed the planet we were living yeah. on, right? And yeah. we had to learn from that. And I think yeah. that... Absolutely. I'd like to think we could learn from this, but I would like to think we could a learn future from this. season
0: of yeah. humanity. Check back in twenty twenty five to be see written. Who's, who's in the writers' room? <laughs> Hopefully, maybe like um, you know, uh, maybe Shonda will be in charge, <laughs> <laughs> or perhaps uh, Phoebe Waller Bridge, <laughs> someone else. <laughs> Not these people that we're talking about here, <laughs> you know, because um, this writers' room was a disaster. <laughs> um, so who, okay, so we sort of mentioned Russell T. Davies. I feel like Russell T. Davies really wrote the, first of all, he wrote the sad moments of 2020.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, like Chadwick Boseman dying, um, Peter, Yeah, yeah. R.B. Ginsburg dying. I'm Alex Trebek, um, but I also, you did mention I that he probably did write uh, the day that it was officially declared that Biden won. And everyone was dancing in the streets. And everyone was dancing in the streets. It yeah. did, you know, that really did feel like, like, oh, what did I say earlier? I was like, it really did feel like a moment when the doctor would have brought Rose to 2020 and been like, look at them all, look at them all, celebrating, can't you just feed <laughs> like that's absolutely what well, well, what would have happened if that was in a Dr. Who uh-huh. episode and it had it would have only have been written by Russell T Davies mm-hmm. not by fucking
1: Yeah, the, the sort of like pure sadness and pure joy Yeah. moments. Yeah. Cuz I
0: got to tell you that day <laughs> when <laughs> Biden won I well, first of all, I cried. And then also, and we
1: cried and, and then we got really drunk. There was cheering. There was cheering. Uh, we oh heard honking God. and cheering happening. Yeah. It was kind of like a roar. We heard it from far away and it got yeah. closer. And yeah. we were crying and we drank yeah. champagne. and Yeah. And we went out later and did some outdoor dining. And people were honking on the street corners. Yeah. And playing and, that funk Donald Trump song a yeah. lot. Yeah. <laughs> and there was some dude that came like, walking past us and was like, Don't sleep, keep drinking. It's amazing. <laughs> Yeah, that was great. That was was maybe the best day of this year.
0: Yeah, and that's Um, why Russell T Davies wrote it because only he could do that. Yeah,
1: because it's he does a perfect combination of joy and despair. Yeah, right. So he wrote again some of these like sadder moments, but also was like, yeah, but I know how to throw the ball really high up in the air for
0: you. Yeah, here you go. Here you go. It's true. It's true. Um, Yeah, so that's what Russell T Davies wrote. Um, I. well, okay, so then, like some funnier things, uh, Harry and Meghan left the royal family. I don't know if that's actually funny for them, but like it was kind of a more less 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 horrifying thing that happened, and more just like an oh, the royal family's doing something. So that was definitely written by the crown. Like I I know that the Crown is just taking things that have happened and fictionalizing (laughs) them, but they also wrote what is happening in real time. (laughs) They were like, "Oh,
1: you two should leave because we're going to write it."
0: Because we're writing this, so (laughs) yeah, absolutely. Uh huh. Um, and then also, I, I mean,
1: Mitt Romney's failed redemption arc. Oh yeah. Who was that written by? I mean, we know. We know it was Stephen Moffat. Stephen Moffat, Because yeah. he can't write a character act to save his life. Yeah, no, so, he yeah. can um, Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. You know. Though, so, you know, also, <laughs> okay, so it could have been Stephen Moffat, but now that I'm thinking about it again, it also could be Joss Whedon. Oh. Because. Yeah, you know what?
1: You know what? You know what? That's accurate because we all, we, we all talked like, about oh. Spike for a long time. Yeah. We and, saw what he did to Spike. Yep. And you know, not that Mitt Romney is Spike, but no, his no. his trajectory this year was just as confused. Yeah, because we, because there was a moment there where we all were like, we're like, oh my god, he's attending Romney? Black Lives <laughs> Matter protests. What? And then he turned right around and, and then, was like, mm-hmm. it was like Joss Whedon being like, oh, remember Spike is evil. Yeah. But I had him do this really good thing earlier, yeah. so now you're really confused. So now you're real confused. It's so true. So yeah, actually, <laughs> let's amend that.
0: Stephen Moffat wrote the Murder Hornets. He didn't write Mitt Romney. <laughs> <laughs> the murder—he he really wrote the murder hornets, though, because because the murder hornets came, we were like, "Shit, what's going to happen with these murder hornets?" And then they left, and you never <laughs> saw them <laughs> again. <laughs> so, whatever. Okay, uh-huh. that's quite scare
1: that ended up to but be up being, being nothing. Nothing. Yeah,
0: being nothing. <laughs> um, yeah. Okay, so I guess the overall question is like who was the cuz these were the writers that we compiled in uh-huh. the, in the um oh my god i figured it out i was going to be like who was the showrunner oh. but i think i know it was the game of thrones dudes because i feel like a lot of this year oh, was Benioff just like and
1: Weiss. yeah yeah cuz we we were like did they write anything we had so we had also the duffer brothers on here yeah, I don't um, think the Duffer Brothers were involved in this, Yeah, though. they seem like, yeah, if there had been any monsters... Yeah, then they would have Then maybe they would have been involved. Yeah. Or, yeah. I mean, government conspiracies, they... That might be... Maybe they wrote the government conspiracy thing. That could be thing. their little the four, con- They
0: were the 5G people. If they were the ones who contributed that <laughs> little the, um
1: uh the... Mm-hmm. There's was the, the other one. What's the oh the QAnon or whatever? Oh QAnon, they did QAnon. Yeah. The Devil Brothers did QAnon. That's so true. Yeah.
0: Um. Yeah.
1: And, and then we also had Chris Carter on here, which which we decided he pitched a lot of ideas. Mostly yeah. Chris that, Carter, who was the showrunner of X Files. Yeah. yeah. Uh, mostly mostly that you know aliens came to Earth. Right. Um. Or and everyone supernatural was like, things started happening, and they were like, no, it's too much. We've no. already got too much happening, right. but we'll give you Venus. We'll yeah. Give you, like a <laughs> we'll small give you, amount. We'll of, give you some life. Discovered somewhere <laughs> possibly. So, but, so that was uh Chris Carter's little like uh, consolation prize. Yeah, yeah, uh-huh. I get that. Um, I
0: love that they were like, "There's too much going
1: on already." Chris, Um no aliens this year, but <laughs> here's a little sprinkle of something. Just um, for you. So, so, but many often wise being the showrunners, what what made you think of that?
0: Well, because I I'm, and to be fair, this is coming from someone who's literally never
1: seen Game of Thrones. <laughs> That's and has, true. And I've has seen only, it once and um, has
0: only just all of the gifts and the recaps on Tumblr, you know, but I just feel like i I feel like everyone's first of all Game of Thrones always feels super overwrought to me whenever I see things things about it on <laughs> Tumblr. But also, then they 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 took the last season of the show and they destroyed it, and
1: something about that feels like something <laughs> about this year, you know? Yeah, yeah, and and sort of like because a lot of like. I, I don't know as much about this, but my partner is really into the books, and so it's been very critical of like what's been added into um, the like the series versus the books, and that yeah. Benny and Weiss added a lot of sex, a lot of gratuity, yeah. a lot of um, things that are over dramatic. Uh, the changes they made overall were for the worse and not for the better. Yeah. Um, but so I feel like that. They just came in and they were like, 2020's not exciting enough. We're <laughs> we got to
0: fuck it up. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I get that. But also, and so that could have been them, but that also easily could have been Stephen Moffat. Uh-huh. You know? That he yeah. Because there seem to be have been just too many things packed into this year, and that feels like a Stephen Moffat move.
1: Yeah, that's true. Stephen Moffat does do that. Yeah. Um, he does that, and then he doesn't always follow through. Yeah. Whereas, like, some of these events have felt like there was some follow-through. Yeah. Um, well, Benny Weiss didn't necessarily follow through and everything. The last season was atrocious. <laughs> um. <laughs> that is what I've heard Yeah. from everyone who watched it. Um, but, yeah, so it's between those two. Yeah. Um, I mean, maybe they all teamed up. Yeah, I mean, I think that that's they, – they all formed this little – yeah. group of white men who aren't actually that good at writing sci-fi yeah, and all exactly decided to write 2020. Yeah, because wait, we don't have a we don't have a woman on. No, here. because wasn't this supposed to be like which? Yeah. you know. Yeah, white man shittily wrote 2020. Yeah.
0: yeah, absolutely. Which which white man shittily wrote 2020? It's true.
1: Yeah, that's true. Thank God this year is over yeah i have no idea what's gonna happen next year better worse same all right so this was a fun
0: little exploration let's hope next year um we've got somebody else writing
1: yeah yes really bring bring in
0: i said phoebe waller bridge earlier but no (laughs) i mean i love her
1: but that would also be devastating
0: that would also be devastating (laughs) You'd meet a really hot guy who was maybe your soulmate, and then he'd continue to be a priest.
1: So rude. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. (laughs) Okay, well, Happy New Year, everybody.